Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I just like was flying down there and this guy was like waiting for a bus a big heavy guy he's like yeah way to go and I thought you know not everybody down in that area has got it all all together so yeah like, <laughs> but this, 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 <laughs> so it's like you know of course yummy. I'm like yeah but uh you know he's just an older guy and he kept wearing the same hat and it's kind of like this Hawaiian print thing and about the fourth time I came by, Washington Trust. Remember those hats, Washington Trust Classic. They, they were I'm like a. To see if it's up there. But it's it a. You be. remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, the volunteers had him. Oh, he was a volunteer. Oh. So you know, I'm flying by every day, and he kept seeing me, and he'd. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, wacko. Then yeah. he's like, oh no, he's a cool guy. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. If it for him, our yeah. event wouldn't have happened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, that's that attitude that kills road racing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't do the pre-roll ads. Should I do them during the theme? What the hell? Or should I just be a complete amateur and stop the theme and start all over? <laughs> no, but that still you keep this in the that. final edit. And still keep this in the final edit yeah. because I, I believe in pulling the curtain back. You know, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. This podcast is supported in part by our friends at Gooder Sunglasses. As you may know, sunglasses have a problem. They're expensive. They're ugly, and they're over-engineered. But not with Gooder. They've solved the problems with plenty of smiles along the way. The affordable, stylish. And all performance. Be sure and check out their line of fitting, stylish, and fun selections at Gooder.com. And Jackson, you saw a pair of Gooders that are coming out soon, correct? I did. They uh, seemed some sort of uh, aviator type of style, but a little bit of change from the Superflies. So, upcoming drop. More of a Superfly meets Top Gun. Exactly. Those were the words I was searching for. Yeah. I'm so in. I am so going to buy those. 
Oh yeah, I'm serious because I had some aviators, some Ray Brown aviators, <laughs> and they, I thought they were pretty cool, but they weren't funny. No. Yeah, there you go. So I'm going to try those out. So check out Gooder.com. I think those aviator styles are coming out probably in a couple weeks, something like that. They got a lot of fun stuff out there too. Not to mention those nice little mask things that you can wear because now that our state just really uh, commercials also thanks to scratch <laughs> labs the source of hydration that tastes good feels fuels the ride and won't make you puke uh check out my new favorite which is strawberry lemonade i i'm loving strawberry lemonade as well as their newest offering pineapple and their ultra endurance fuel which is uh, i have yet to get because they sold out of it right when they released it which must mean good things so scratchlabs.com s-k-r-a-t-c-h labs.com Oh, and Polly's wearing the shirt. <laughs> it's weird. I'm looking at the camera delay on uh, Facebook Live, and Paul, you just turned around. <laughs> so I'm sure the commentary from from the listeners is going to be really interesting. Uh, speaking of which, hey, guess what? We're we're giving another shot at a video live stream. Uh, I heard some of you guys talking about Mixler. I'm not going to bash Mixler, but you know I paid for their service, so uh, it didn't seem to be the biggest hit. But uh, we are now on Facebook Live, and you can log on to our page and watch uh, three dumbasses sitting here talking about bicycles. Welcome to another pack filler. We're making attempts. To, oh, I'm, I'm reading a copy that I already talked about. Apparently, I need a thousand subscribers to YouTube to be able to stream there live again. So, um, hmm. you know what to do, people. Uh, there we go. In studio, we have the usual suspects. By the way, if anybody sees Jack Broadhead, please be sure to snap a photo of him for future milk cartons. Um, because he has been MIA since, I'm pretty sure, February. I know he got on his bike once in January, but we have not seen him in studio since February. Oh, boy. But in studio, we have two of the usuals. Uh, one who chooses to be here and one was guilted into it. First off, we have Mr. Now What, Paul Main. How are you, Paul? Doing well. And we also have Mr. Now What, Jackson Bulger. (laughs) Hello. And I'm Mr. Don't Screw This Up, Pat Bulger. Hey, everybody. Um, Guys, uh, I included the Now What's comments in there intentionally. Uh, You're both in kind of a Now What scenario within your your cycling-based lives. Um Paul, do you want to reveal what's going on with your plan uh, for racing currently this year? Yeah, this dreaded virus is thwarted once again. Yeah. Yeah, plans. So, yeah, Tour de Bloom has been canceled. Chelan County, where they're still in phase one. So, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, that's – they decided, no, we're not going to do it this year. But we do have – we're fingers crossed um, – River City uh, Stage Race or whatever Omnium, that's at the end of October. But we have our Tuesday October? nights. October? Oh, excuse me. August. August. Yeah. yeah. We and our Tuesday nights are still. Are you think? Oh God, I don't no, want I'm, to start off. I haven't really heard any depressing. different. So I always keep until somebody taps me on the shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> tell, <laughs> hey, hey. Until the music stopped a long time ago, Mister. <laughs> until <laughs> Phil Miller going, comes out on the course what? and waves you off. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? My yeah. music stopped. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Um, and and um, is there a plan B? Oh, so is it's those races. It's the other races yeah, hoping yeah. you just kind of keep hoping that something's going on. Well, I think what I plan on doing is just might as well do the punishment because it's not <laughs> I was going to do it anyway. But, you know, it gave me a goal. So, I mean, we talked about, you know, I thought maybe for if the States happens here in Spokane, yeah. podium in one of the two, the crit or the road race. That would be the new challenge, but now we're pushing September. But you can ride Mount Spokane <laughs> until the snow falls. That's true. Okay, that answers several of my questions. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm going to get to more when we get into the topic of the show. But Jackson, uh, fill us in on your, well, now what, incident. Yeah, um, I have been thwarted in my efforts recently. Um, I A couple years ago, uh, Dad, you and I were doing the Midnight Century, and I was riding a bike that was unfortunately a little too small, um, and I had a bit of a knee injury from that. 100 miles on a bike that's too small is a little bit of a difficult strain on your body. So just the this past Father's Day, you and I were out on a ride, and we were going hard with the tailwind, and um, out of nowhere, I stood up put some power down on the pedals and I just felt like my knee blew up in that moment. It didn't obviously blow up, but the little injuries back. So taking the week off, um, today you and I went to see, uh, Oh, hold on. I'm getting to that. But somebody the, see a man about a horse. No, yeah. Um, <laughs> this, this <laughs> dropped the kids <laughs> off. It's yeah. Cool. Um, we, uh, this injury was really interesting. I remember when you first did it, it was, um, the tendons obviously located underneath the kneecap. Your kneecap was extended. Yeah. It. Um, so what happens when it gets really, really aggravated is um, the kneecap is the thing that starts to swell. Um, so I've been recently icing, compressing, resting, and elevating ice, as my girlfriend refers to it, the nursing major. Right. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, still working on the challenge, but taking a week off of the challenge for now to uh, hopefully continue stronger and harder than before. Um, and it's feeling okay now. Yeah. It's not, it's not something that it's not the same severity as it was when it was two years ago, but it's also, I mean, it sucks. <laughs> an injury yeah. is an injury, yeah. no matter what it's annoying. Um, so we, uh, we went to see our good friend, Sam, uh, by mm-hmm. fit Sam today at, uh, at Tailwood Fitness. And that's a, that's an intentional plug I'm giving them because we were, we, we, Paul and I had the challenge a while back. What was that? We were thinking, was it November, December or something, something like, like that? that? Yeah. Um, where we got a bike fit and, uh, Sam put us through the, the ropes and, um, we did some tweaking and you and I have kind of tweaked back and forth and i've actually tweaked back again a little bit today my brake levers are pointing in again <laughs> my hands were going numb and so it's like damn it um and um jackson what did you take away from that experience today especially when it comes to the the fit itself um there are a lot of very interesting minute minute details that we as cyclists now have to pay attention to when we're setting up our bikes which i was not totally aware of i was a little aware of but when we were there today um i mean little things like a couple centimeters or like one centimeter up on my um on my saddle height a like a little different like uh we, he moved the hoods in for me and then yeah. for some reason like right when i sat on it it felt much more comfortable it was it's interesting stuff and i also discovered today that my feet when i kneel against oh something God, yeah 
are at a 45 degree angle. Like I've got very steep angled feet. You're, it's almost like a rotation, just how your feet naturally. Um, I think I had to do the same thing. I don't know if you did, mm-hmm. Paul, but no. he has you kneel on on a on a cushion with your feet hanging over the edge, and he looks at how your feet naturally rest, um, pointing downwards, and your heels are straight, yet your toes are are at an angle, are curved. Mm-hmm. It's almost like there's a twist within his foot, just how they naturally are. You've got high arches and things like that. And by the way, cyclists, to get this shit figured out because it, it can change the entire game. And I think what he f- discovered was that every pedal stroke you take, you're more or less just pushing on the outside of your foot. Yeah. You're not using the ball of your foot or your or your big toe or anything like that. You're pressing really hard down that way. So, sorry, I interrupted you. No, it was, oh, yeah. excuse me. Um, no. But yeah, it was just it was really interesting to see these these little details that I was fairly unaware of. Um, but now he, I mean, he's suggesting me not to do a big two weeks, but just sort of let my body get used to it and everything, which I think is a very smart suggestion because yeah. I don't I don't want to shock my body too much right in the beginning. But I'm definitely excited to see how a bike can actually like be made to fit me now, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited for what's to come on it. I. Th- Go ahead. I was just going to say, what did he do for that rotation? Because you had the same problem. Did you get a shim? He shimmed I, the shim. Yeah, yeah. I, got, I got it on one foot. He got it on both. I, he gave me um, the maximum amount of shim Wow. for uh, yeah. for what it is. But he said... It basically looks like a 70s uh, disco dancer. You know, with big, <laughs> yeah, exactly. huge, platform. high platform shoes. shoes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But backwards, because the heel would be reversed. But yeah. <laughs> but it's... Uh, yeah, like I just said, it's exciting, and I'm happy that... Uh, Finally, it's made to work and fit me and be yeah. beneficial for how I put my power out. Yeah. Well, nothing's more frustrating when you have something that's causing a re- reoccurring problem and you don't know why it is. And so mm-hmm. it's it, it's always exciting when there's an answer. Yeah. And, you know, can't wait probably to get on the bike and test it out. Yeah. I, and I, slam I, it. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, I used, to, I used to hate when you'd get to the point where a doc would look, just look at you and go, well... You should. How, you heard it cycling. Well, you should probably stop cycling for yeah. a while. Mm-hmm. You're just like going shit. Um, and you know, he, you and I were both. You were depressed as hell on Sunday afternoon because mm-hmm. we're. You're just thinking, great. Now what do I got to take another month and a half off? Yeah. Or something like that. Um, but it sounds like some of these things. Sam was say, saying some of these things could equate to that issue. Mm-hmm. For example, your saddle positioning was off. Your saddle was too low. Um, your saddle itself needs to be replaced. Yeah. He's going to go with that short one that mm-hmm. that uh, that Sam mm-hmm. has, and um, and just you know all those little things and getting you more of the bars and and he did move your your break your hoods in just a little bit yeah. to straight, not like mine where you're you know you're you're pigeon toed on your handlebars, but um, but it seems like a lot of those things made a difference right out of the gate. Yeah, and it's it's. Um, to address what you were talking about before, how I was kind of like depressed about everything. It's like, I am happy. I was depressed, but I'm happy we stopped when we stopped, you know, yeah. not mm-hmm. to aggravate it more. Um, but also I, I mean, I probably sounding like a broken record here, but I think it's, it's, it's crazy. The little details that sometimes we forget, but we really need to pay attention to kind of save our bodies from having a lasting injury. Yeah. Um, and, and so anyway, big, big, huge uh, thanks to Sam once again yeah. um, for helping us out and getting us dialed in. And if you guys, if you, you don't have to live in Spokane, um, but just try and find some place to to get really dialed in on this. Um, the th- 
you know, Paul and I, you and I can probably say that we've been doing this for so damn long that we think that we've got it all dialed in. And then we find out little things about Sam was bringing up how far you slope downwards and he's just like going, I don't know how that guy, I don't know how that guy, but you're so arrow. It looks cool though. It does. <laughs> How you're able to like rest your forearms on your tops for extended amounts of time, you know? Yeah, Thomas Kent can do that, but I can't do that. Huh. But it, it looks cool. But you know, it's probably you know Not he said good. it wasn't super yeah. efficient. But yeah. it looks it looks badass. Oh. So. All right. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Uh, so there there are two updates. Uh, Jackson, is there anything you're kind of preparing for this year? Do you have any now that? You know, we, we were talking about doing things like um, area stage races and stuff like that. Do you have anything? Um, I'm not going to lie. I was pretty excited to do. I was excited to do Tour de Bloom. But once yeah. it all got kind of shafted, then I think right now, um, hopefully the Midnight Century is what I'm really, <laughs> really getting jazzed for. But that's a month and a half away now. So it's a completely unsanctioned event. It's kind of just a not even an organized it's just a traditional meeting of people and going on rides so i don't see how it could be canceled per se yeah and just got to be smart about it i guess exactly yeah and as somebody who spends most of his year in portland i don't i don't think anything's gonna be excuse me for the voice crack but i don't think anything (laughs) (laughs) is gonna be uh, happening there either so yeah portland's in a in a world of hurt so um how about Coeur d'Alene, uh, Grand Fondo? They're in stage four now, or phase four. Idaho seems to be completely immune to all this. It's all the militia yeah, holding back the briars. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's the people with AR-15s walking down the streets yeah. saying, stay away, virus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you know, I'll be anxious to see if that happens. Um, I've still got some events on the announcing calendar that are supposed to happen. And, um, are you doing Coeur d'Alene? Uh, Were you on the books for that? Yeah. Yeah. And you haven't got tapped on the shoulder like people no. do to me. <laughs> no, haven't told me to <laughs> stop dancing stopped. yet. Yeah. <laughs> and uh there's a um a, Well there a we go. There's triathlon. Will you be around? It's uh late September. Uh well you might not be. If it's on a weekend, maybe we can escape. But yeah, it's yeah. a weekend. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you hopefully you won't be online for college. Yeah. I hopefully you will be in the in the would room. suck. Everything's yeah, up in the yeah. air, but mm-hmm. yeah. we can only keep our fingers crossed. Yeah. Well, speaking of challenges, I'll I'll uh, I'll I'll drop my drawers and tell everybody what it looks like. Um, <laughs> oh my I, God. I, I've actually no, hit please. Uh, no, that was a metaphor. <laughs> oh, okay. But I've actually hit the two hundred and five pound mark a few times. Um, I have, and I know you're thinking a few times, um, but unfortunately, those moments are after rides, and uh, you know you're a little dehydrated after rides and and things like that. So, <laughs> technically, I could say I've done it, but I I'm not gonna let la- I'm not gonna let that happen. I guess I, I I don't know I don't know when to step on the scale and make it official, but uh, um, I'm still sitting around two hundred six, two hundred seven. Um, and I, I want to keep those two pounds off and I definitely want to keep those two pounds off up until the deadline. Honestly, I got to do the deadline probably either before or now, nah, probably before because my deadline is my birthday and I will probably eat and drink and, and act like an asshole that day. So I'll probably gain a couple pounds. <laughs> um, and so I'm going for under 200 though. So what you're saying, being an asshole, you oh, gain yeah. weight being oh, an yeah. asshole. I see. Cause you talk so much, you breathe in and out a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and you're full of shit. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so we'll see. My goal is to get to below 200. So uh, that's that's the objective here. And um, I've been watching my food intake. I've been finding uh, drinking a little less actually helps. Don't tell anybody that. But um, 
And I've also switched. <laughs> God, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna confess this on the on the on the show here. Um, sometimes, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll start with a beer in my afternoon, in my afternoons, in my evenings, and, um, I'll have a glass of wine or two or 12, but, um, <laughs> but recently in the evenings, I've just, I've, I've had one of those hard seltzers, which oh. is kind of nice. They're not bad. Oh. I know. You know, you can slant it all you want. <laughs> Paul's what? shaking his head at me. <laughs> until I've sinned. You can do it all you want, I'm but until so one day sorry. you taste them and you go, hmm. But every but then in silence you're like I can't tell anyone because I just had one. <laughs> yeah, believe you'll me. be coming. You'll be coming to me. <laughs> <laughs> What's the best seltzer? Wow, there's so many out there. We've been yeah. drinking No Lies, No Lie, which is a local brewery. Mm-hmm. Um, they have they have three flavors. Does it have hops in it? <laughs> no. Oh. No, it it honestly tastes like you know a, a La Croix or a bubbly or something like that. And by the way, um, I've already found out that the uh, the the live stream is down already. <laughs> so, a uh, work in progress, folks. Work in progress. Um, and they 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 it you know you don't expect it. You don't go into this saying it's going to taste like a beer. No, you don't. Um, you just go into a taste. It's going to taste like a seltzer. I'm not drinking you know truly or or what white they, claw what white claw or something like that. Oh my God! I'm, I bet it's in the same <laughs> category. Oh, I'm so ashamed. But I had a mango one last night. It was pretty good. <laughs> um, and I'm also using this, and this is an unpaid advertisement. This this Whoop mm-hmm. strap, yeah, um, which is a really good tool. It's not cheap. I'm not gonna lie, it's not cheap. It comes with an app. It tells me all the, you know, all the my how i how i sleep how well i sleep how many times i wake up my resting heart rate the the timing between my heart you know and things like that i you know i don't know all the technical issues but i'm i'm no fucking doctor but um <laughs> but it does tell you how your body's recovering to stress and i have to say um the two days so far i haven't had it for very long maybe 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 two weeks but the the two days that it told me that i am like 85 to 90% recovery you can go hard today i felt great on both those days um last one was on sunday and uh and i i wish jackson could have been with me the whole time we did the four mounds loop which is about a 53 mile loop and i pr'd about nine tenths of the course including pettit climb and i you know is that mental might be um but i lost a weight yeah oh well, yeah be. that's gonna help yeah. that's gonna help mm-hmm. yeah and i i gotta say i felt i felt like a rock star that day and uh, last thursday jackson you and i just did a kind of a centennial trail kind of steady pace but we did probably 70 plus that day mm-hmm. And both those days are just like, holy shit. So this, you know, I'm again, I'm not selling it because it's not cheap and, and they're not paying us to do anything. But I'm I'm I tried it. I thought I'd try it for a year and see what was going on. I have had some funky, wonky heart issues over the over the years where my heart just kind of sometimes will just kind of fibrillate, bounce all over the place. And I wanted to kind of figure out those. Um, and so it's uh, it's it's been a really interesting experiment. So we'll we'll see how it continues and see how how it, how it works. It I I like it, and it pairs with Zwift and it pairs with uh, my Wahoo bike computer and all that kind of stuff. So it's it's nice. pretty nice. So whoop W H O O P whoop. There Don't it is. There it is. <laughs> I was waiting for somebody to say that, gentlemen. Let's get to the news, shall we? Uh, 
No, I'm starting with one, a good one for Paul. Starting with that Z word, Paul. Zwift builds a new Mont Ventoux and Champs-Élysées worlds for the virtual Tour de France. No, I did not misspeak. A virtual Tour de France. I'm reading from our friends at Cycling News. Professional riders, riders are going to race on a virtual Ventoux and Champs-Élysées next month as Zwift builds New Worlds for an online Tour de France. Tour de France organizers and AS, ASO have partnered with Zwift to hold a virtual Grand Boucle, Boucle for both men and women during July. Uh, esports racing will take place during the weekends of the Tour's original dates. The men's and women's races consisting of six stages and taking place between July 4th through the 19th. Here's the format here. Uh, the race itself is going to feature a yellow jersey. Uh, there will also be an individual. Gen- there will not be individual general classification, which I find kind of confusing. Um, instead, like recent Zwift Tour for All, Tour for All, it's based on team competition where riders win points across stage finishes, KOMs, and sprints. Um, there will be a polka dot jersey. There's going to be a sprint jersey and things such as that. Um, uh, so far, fifteen teams have signed up, while ten television channels are covering. 130 countries have signed up to broadcast the event. Um, as the real Tour de France is set to go ahead um, on its new dates of August 29th through September 20th, starting in Nice with a road race stage. Uh, so here's here, here's where we go with it, guys. And I'm waiting. Paul's just like going, shut up, Pat. I got to <laughs> yeah, say something. No. Um, I think we could all admit that virtual racing has officially arrived. Um, should we just all admit that 100%? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, so um, I want to start off just with general thoughts on the fact that virtual racing has arrived. Then we'll get into the details. So, um, And I'm going to want to, I think this is a perfect generational opportunity mm-hmm. to go with my two friends here at the bar. <laughs> um, you know, I guess we should go with that. You know, so virtual racing, I'd like your thoughts on it. I'd like to hear your thoughts on a virtual Tour de France. And um, what each of you consider the pros and cons of e-racing? Well, I think it's, I think it's a cool thing that it's around. Um, I think that no matter what, when Zwift started, it, it was uh, inevitably going to happen. Um, I also feel though that um, it can't like it can't replace the tour entirely. Um, and I also think it is definitely a different it's a different animal you know it's um it takes a bit of different gamesmanship uh it takes a bit of different understanding from a regular road race um i think it's awesome and i think it gets um it gets us racing in a time when racing isn't really happening do i think it's fun to watch hell no (laughs) (laughs) but i also think it's awesome to go on social media and find out who did it and who won and who's still in fitness. Cause I think this is depending on who the teams are in this, um, virtual tour. Um, I think it's a great opportunity for us to see who's in fitness pre COVID season. And I will say this, they're only like 25 K stages though. They're not super long. I don't think. Yeah. I, but I think no matter what they're going, all out for yeah, those oh, 25k yeah, yeah. um 
and I, th- I overall I think the entire I guess I'm kind of getting off track here but I guess no. I think the whole entire idea of e-racing is something that is kind of fascinating and kind of cool I might not be good at it but I wouldn't know I think it's kind of have you done one I haven't but I, haven't. I that's why I said I wouldn't know but yeah. um, I think it's a cool concept yeah counterpoint well, ball main <laughs> <laughs> next issue <laughs> no <laughs> exactly uh, you know it is here to stay if people thought watching the Tour de France is boring, <laughs> wait, you know. Um, but uh, I don't know. You know, there's there's going to be some people that are in, in interested in watching it and stuff. But I think, uh, like you said, um, I, I, I think it's a different discipline, 100%. Um, it's not – you can get road riders. You could get, you know, pro tour teams – or, or riders to do you know do these things like Thomas DeGentz is the only way yeah uh, you know mm-hmm. talking about a world world tour rider can get beat by somebody on Zwift you know and there's no I mean if you just take it I try and take it with a grain of salt that they're most likely somebody's cheating but some people would say that's what happens in road cycling but um yeah it's yeah I I have absolutely it doesn't even register like hey that's good yeah, I yeah. can't wait for that. I I, I don't care. Um, it, it could be lawn bowling yeah. to me. It's yeah. not the same. I, I've done some races on Zwift. Um, it is a completely different style of, mm-hmm. of racing. It is it is just, hey, go. Ah, you know, you're in hell from the second the race starts. It is a, it is a different style. It's a different version. But you know what? So is gravel racing. So is mountain bike racing. So is track racing. So is road racing. They're all they all have their different uh, styles. Um, uh, as as somebody who's been doing it outside since the seventies, boy, that sounds creepy. Um, but but I I also think that it's an ex- it's 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 going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's not going to go away. Um, and like it or not, it, it's going to be a format that, that is going to be popular. Um, they have esports in um, high schools now. Um, I had a student who graduated last year who's, who's taking a gap year because he makes a comfortable living as an e-sport um, basketball player. Huh. Uh, you know, at, at least when you're on a stationary bike, you're pedaling your ass off. Um, so am I, am I bashing? Am I bashing the kids who are just playing a video game? Yeah, yeah, I'm bashing them. Um, but you know, golf sucks too. So uh, so there we go. But it's it's not going away, and I think it's going to be something that's gonna it's gonna go. It's it's not what us old people are gonna say is real racing, but it's still racing. You're still trying to compete against somebody else on a bike. That's certainly not something that I get on my soapbox and say, yeah. we don't need this, like disc brakes, you know. <laughs> so it's it's hard for me to really bash it. I think it's fine, uh, um, but I have no interest, you know. Yeah, so we'll, I, I think it's going to be really interesting to see where it goes and how it how it develops and how the the rules are going to be established and platforms. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we've got Zwift, who is the primary leader in the platform are they going to be granted a monopoly and be the only form in which we can can compete here's my prediction what's that so zwift laid off like 
I don't know how many people, like 20, I don't know, some upper end. They considered them like dead, you know, old timers. They're not progressive enough thinkers or something. I can't remember what the title or however they put it. Those are the, when you get disgruntled people like that and know the operation, look for something to, com- to compete, compete it yeah. against it yeah. on a different level. Um, yeah, it, it's not healthy to have like a monopoly. I know they they're they've got the funding and everything, like an Enios, but yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so th- so there we go. I mean, uh, the future is yet to be written, and so we're going to see what's going on. Uh, story number two. In case you weren't tired of this one. Um, I think we've talked a little bit about Eversting uh, lately, and here we go. Hopefully this is the last one for a while. Hey, everybody, guess what? Lachlan Morton (laughs) breaks the Eversting record for real this time with 7 hours and 29 minutes and 57 seconds. Apparently his last effort, his previous attempt, had to be scrapped from the record books after it was determined that the elevation gain provided by Strava was not accurate. And so uh, our friends at Cycling Tips released this article recently about that he, you know, he went back out there. He did the same, uh, the same uh, course and got everything certified. And on top of that, just after breaking the record, decided to do one more lap of the course just to be sure. Um, so apparently talking about Everesting, um, climbing 29,000 feet in his quick of a time as you can is going to be a weekly thing on this podcast whether we like it or not does anybody have any new revelations regarding everesting for lachlan morton or if the record is going to stand or for how long if it's going to stand or anything like that in terms of all that stuff that's going on first of all i think lachlan morton has found a new way to make a living as a bike racer watch out phil guyman yeah that's what (laughs) i was gonna say yeah No, no, no. I think that's all I really have on the subject is I think now Phil Guyman and Lachlan Morton are looking into each other's eyes and trying to find out who's going to have the next record. Yeah, Yeah, it's going to turn into this uh, this this online battle for who has the biggest YouTube channel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I still think it's it's absolutely uh, impressive to be able to do something like that in one sitting. Sitting, standing, sitting, standing, <laughs> sitting, standing. Um, I still have no desire to accomplish anything no. along those lines. I'd be more apt to watch that than e-racing. <laughs> and I'm serious. I'd rather see somebody go up and down the hill. How many it, times? 40... 42 oh. times 40 I can't remember 46.57 laps there we go oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I'd rather watch that than a bunch of avatars going hey you drink you drink that yeah. guy didn't drink you know I also hate uh, the fucking yeah. thumbs up on Zwift it's like you see the <laughs> dr- thumbs up dropping all over the race I'm going Who, why do they keep that function going during a race it's like do 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 like 10 thumbs up the whole time I've been on Zwift for like three months now yeah I don't know why people give them to me. It's like, you don't know me. Um, okay, so there's our news. Let's take us to the topic of the day. And you guys you guys never really know what my topic of the day is going nope. to be, and so I like to, uh, I like to throw that out. And sometimes it has to do continuously with... Um, uh, you? Yeah, now. Nah, yeah, well, <laughs> duh. Um, <laughs> it also has to do, you know, with the times and, and things like that, you know. And, and usually right now we'd... We'd have wrapped up the the Giro, and we'd be doing pre- Tour de France preview shows because it's gonna it would be starting in just about a week. 
Um, but we're in really weird ch- times. And, um, and you know, with the, Paul, with, with Tour de Bloom, your race being canceled and things like that, I kind of want to talk about creating challenges and, and ways. And I know it sounds like talking about motivation, which I tend to always go to because I always find a little motivation in the summer and I suck and I gain 12 pounds and I whine about it. Um, but um, what if we don't actually get to race against anyone this year? Uh, road, gravel, endurance, track, anything. Um, what are our options? What are we stuck with? Uh, or what do we we strive for? I put out a, a Facebook request earlier today talking to people and asking what they do. And, you know, I get some people who are saying, hey, I just ride for riding's sake. Um, I know, for example, you, Paul, don't, you know, you do, but you also need mm-hmm. some type of that outlet. So I, I kind of, I tried to just think about ways in which to create these competitive challenges out there. And the first one, first category is obviously through Strava. Um, I have never really paid a huge amount of attention to Strava until this year. I don't know about you guys. Um, I'm not getting any KOMs, but I'm striving for PRs. And that is really, really helping me stay motivated when I go out and I'm going, okay, I haven't done this climb since, you know, I haven't done this climb well since 2013 or something like that. And let's see if I can pull it off, you know, and, and I'm seeing some of those things going and, and getting better. Um, so your guys' first take on, on what you use Strava for in terms of creating competitive elements for yourselves. Um, shoot. I, I think definitely one thing that I've been trying to do is, um, I think PRs is a big thing for me or just any sort of achievement. Um, recently on Zwift, I've been trying to go for KOMs and stuff. Um, you've gone for, yeah, flat out KOMs. I can't do that anymore. Um, very good. That's (laughs) how your knee got screwed up. Right there. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Quit trying to take Paul's KOMs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll quit sneaking into your room at night and hit you with a bat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, I oh, do that's th- a good one. It is. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how do you think it kept him short for yeah, a long time when he was right. a kid? <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm finding I'm finding hope in looking for KOMs, but at the same time, I don't know. I have a tough time finding it through Strava. I don't you know. Do. What, yeah. I, maybe I just don't pay close enough attention. Maybe I don't pay for it. That's why. you're on the free version yeah yeah so i can't see what place i'm in unfortunately it doesn't even show you if you're anywhere Mm -mm. does it it show you if you pr'd yes but it doesn't tell you like if you're not in the top 10 then it doesn't show you what place you are overall it just has your time and like blank people above you and like there's people in between it doesn't say what place like you know 63rd out of 173 it doesn't so yeah the top 10 you, you can go to of all time, and then you see the top ten, but you can see your time, your best, mm-hmm. and you know. So, uh, I always you still have that because I've been on it since I think 2011 or 12. I think yeah. it was 12. And so, mm-hmm. I can I can always look at, you know, like a certain hill. I felt like, oh man, I I really pushed it pretty hard. That uh, how yeah, well did yeah. I do? And then, of course, I'm gauging myself eight years younger when I'm, <laughs> <laughs> you know, in my 40s. So, um, but yeah, I, I, it it is, (coughs) I, I, sometimes it is a motivator for me there. I know there's certain, uh, like I'm not a person who, who tries to find a segment and keep hitting it, you know, and trying to get the KOM or something. But if I know 
it is a segment that I I feel like it's in my wheelhouse. I'll I'll go for it, and you know, and I surprised myself. With, well, we did a little ride um, for Spokefest two two years ago, I think it was. Yeah. And there's this one section out where I grew out out in the boonies. Mm-hmm. I knew it was there, and we had a good tailwind, and I <laughs> went for it, and then I got it. You know. Yeah. Um. So. You know, those are the things. It's like, uh, I mean, I I was seeing stars, and I thought, ah, oh, that's I got to be close, and, and and that's that stuff helps me. Are you, you pay? Know? Do you no. pay? You don't. No, because, uh, and I tell you why. If if I was a big numbers guy, I really would. I would have my power and all that. Mm-hmm. All I'm doing, I I use it for, and is is to see how you know how long that loop took. Um, see how well, like I said, the segments where I, if I know I went hard or is aiming for something in my head before I go out, like, you know, Big Sandy, I'm going to try and slam that today, and that'll be my target, or all the hills, and then I measure from my past. So that's what I use it for. So I paid. I paid a year ago um, mainly because I was trying to figure out how to – organize routes and stuff like that especially when it comes to gravel where a lot of these guys are doing these things and i wanted to download it and i i got frustrated and i turned into an old man just like oh fuck i gotta pay for it so you know and next thing i know i'm out 60 bucks um a year is that what it is uh, yeah yeah well, that's not bad yeah and i th- i think a lot of it is you know i still will notice like okay i'm on a leaderboard and then there's the there's the dot 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 and then so it shows you the top 20 and then all of a sudden it shows you the 40th and 50th and where you might be ranked mm-hmm. within that group i wish i could scroll through the whole thing i would like to see they used to be able to do that yeah i i don't mm-hmm. know if I, i'm on the i'm on the my phone version and uh-huh. i'm like i'd like to see everybody not just Try the top 12 and then where i am i know the the app is kind of limited I found, yeah. you know, yeah, before before the free one, you know, there's a lot of things like your KOMs. You have to kind of search and try and find yeah. Yeah. all that. If you go online, it's like the layout on that, the, the format on that. I think better. it provides a really interesting opportunity for us in this time where these events are getting canceled. Um, and it creating challenges. Um, I know a local rider here had had done that at the beginning of the of the quarantine. And he had set up stuff, and I don't know how many Matt, people participated. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what would you guys think of like? And I know uh, Chauvin uh, a couple of years mm-hmm. ago did a time trial series mm-hmm. where he sets a segment up. It's it's established between I don't know was it a specific time period? I was on Wednesdays. You could only do it on Wednesdays. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Wednesdays, and it wasn't a time period, but it was. He had he put a little hash mark where you started, and then there's a turnaround, you know, yeah. and then you came back, um, and I think I, I think he did it three Wednesdays in a row or something, and I don't know why he picked Wednesdays. Maybe that that way he could control the volume of yeah. you know the average guy going by, and he doesn't have the bike on his roof and <laughs> yeah. you know flying yeah. down. And you you don't want to be monitoring it for an yeah exactly. Of time. But I, you know, doing something like that, a TT series, how about, a, you know, what would a circuit be like? How cool would a circuit be like? And then the one I thought of was like um, a five-person maximum kind of a sprint lead out. Mm-hmm. You know, set those up and, and uh, you know, and establish that as a mini race. You know, if, if, if you've got a small group, you know, because we're supposed to be still in these small groups, 
I think it was maximum of five, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I could be wrong. I don't know the current COVID or I don't know where anybody who's listening to this, the rules are. Find out the rules before you go out and do something or just be a jackass and say, fuck you, I'm doing what I want. Um, but, uh, you know, how cool would it be to try like five-person TTTs with a sprint lead out, you know, a flying sprint, see who could, who could capture a specific thing, you know, designated for the day. I think there are ways that people could create these events and I these agree. races, and it could be kind of fun. Um, and, you know, beyond some of the Strava challenges I looked up today, which were ride four hours a day for the month of June mm-hmm. or, you know, mm-hmm. or climb a lot for the month of June. And, you know, I, I can't bash Strava, but I think I think those of us in our communities could probably get pretty creative with something like this and create some of those stuff. Yeah, and I think it would feed people like me who it's about speed. That's yeah. what I like and, mm-hmm. and how fast I can push myself or, you know, measure myself with anybody else. Yeah. So I think that crit series that Ted did, um, I know that, Travis Coleman of uh, um, Ride Fast Wheels, he had, when he lived in town, he had from Valley Chapel to Rockford and back that point, and oh, wow. he had a, like a little contest who could yeah. do it in a week, in like week or two weeks or something time. Oh, that's cool. So. And I think there are ways you could promote something like that. Yeah. You know, you could get somebody to say, hey, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe the Sufferfest will give you a month worth of free you know, trial or, or, you know, some, some silly swag that could be sent to you or something like that. And you could start creating these types of races. I, I'll, I'll give him my used, uh, um, pack filler shirt. Damn right. It's got pit stains, but You've you know, stained it out already. <laughs> no, just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got caps and stuff like that, you know? So, Hey, you know, if, if, if anybody listening to this wants to put together a race, uh, you know, to contact us. You know, maybe we, you know, maybe Doug at Gooder could send him some glasses or something oh, yeah. like that. I'm, I'm, oh, putting, yeah, I, yeah. I'm guessing that yeah, yeah, Gooder's yeah. probably like, no, <laughs> shit, yeah. we you can't dumb afford bastard. it. You That's know, it. Yeah, you know our cheap. Pull the plug is? on yeah, that guy. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Tap yeah, him yeah. on the shoulder. The yeah. music stops. <laughs> Music's over. <laughs> um, okay, and second category, I ca- I categorize under holy shit challenges. For example, uh, Mount Spokane. We're we're talking about this. If if we lose, I have to I have to admit I'm leaning towards that. If any of us don't meet the challenge, I won't. You won't. <laughs> I'd ride with him. I'd ride with him probably. I'd do it twice in a day. That's a holy shit challenge. That's yeah. one of these, um, uh, you know, uh, Ted King doing these DIY gravel yeah. things, which are just absolutely insane. One day challenges that you just walk out the door and you do it. Um, I, you know, like our midnight century, it's, it, it will happen. People will go out and ride mm-hmm. at that night, mm-hmm. you know, maintaining social distancing and things like that. Um, a, a long, even overnight tour, a full day challenge. Brent Soderberger, a friend of ours on the show, uh, just did a, like a 200 and some mile ride where he started in the morning and did the whole thing all day. Uh, Bike Fit Sam, when we were talking to Sam today, he mentioned Bellingham to Spokane in one day. Um, I know, Paul, you hate endurance type of events. No, Jackson, I, I know you're kind of liking this stuff yeah. a lot more. Um, are there anything out there that would attract you that would make you think, oh, man, this might be something I should strive for even if I can't sign up and do it and get a ribbon for finishing? Yeah, I think um, I don't know if I have a specific goal or event that i can name that like interests me at the moment but i think um 
I think these events are kind of fascinating and you can push yourself to places that you never thought you'd be able to push yourself before. And yeah. I think that's really, f- I think that's a fun thing to do. Um, I also think that doing these really long <laughs> efforts um, <coughs> gives people opportunities to create a route and find places that they've never ever ridden before. Um, and I think that whole exploring kind of nature of what is becoming of cycling, I think is something that's really cool. Yeah. Um, because I remember when I first started, it was you pick her out, you do it as fast as you can. And then you do that exact same thing like the next day. And I like that. I'm finally able to create a route, see new places and interact with not only nature, but areas that I've never seen before with my bike. I think that's, that's what fascinates me about it. And I think pushing ourselves to where we never thought we could go before is something that also is pretty interesting. Do you have any events in particular that you'd be like, cause you and I, I mean, I, I mentioned the, the virtual cross country, not virtual. You can't say virtual anymore because it has a whole new different meaning now. It's like when gay used to be happy. Um, now gay means you can't use virtual anymore. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You can't Why say not? virtual because virtual makes it sound like it's online. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss isn't it though when well i was talking about riding a virtual across the country tour where i was gonna do oh, it in real life but oh, it's gonna be a, a weekend gotcha, gotcha, here gotcha. weekend every summer and uh-huh. we were gonna ride from um my sister-in-law's house on the coast to to Spokane, but I was going to take two days. Are there anything like that 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 you're like, mm, I want to do that? I know, I know, Midnight Century, but yeah. yeah, yeah. I I don't I don't know. I think anything that I see, I'm young enough to where I, if you put it in front of me, I'll be like, hell yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> you are so like, Dad. You and I have talked about doing stuff like. Like a dirty Kansa, like a like a Leadville type of thing. Obviously, those aren't happening right now. Um, but those are and the name will change. Exactly for yeah, dirty Kansas. Right well, I listened to a podcast about that, which was also interesting. But you listen to other podcasts. Could have been this one. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't because um, I haven't brought it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, those type of those type of distances really fascinate me. I don't know if right right at the current moment I have anything that's. What's the farthest you've ever ridden? Um, hundred miles. Yeah. So I think doing that or pushing over that is something that I'd love to do myself just to see how I can push myself. That's something that's kind of interesting. So keep, keep this in the back of your mind. The Coeur d'Alene Grand Fondo is like 120. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
So and that's a that's a great little event. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And somebody won't mispronounce your name when you come up. Hi. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> ah, <laughs> sound bite. I have it all muted. But yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. Uh. Next category, and and I don't know about you guys, but I've had a I've had a tough time with this, even though it's it's something that could possibly be for the betterment, um, competing for a cause, um, and using that for a challenge. Has 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 anybody any of you guys ever thought of doing something for a fundraiser for an awareness for issue? I know we've got a lot of issues that people are doing um i'm gonna throw my i'm gonna throw my own personal opinion out there right now um some of the events i announce you get people who are doing things for for causes and i i think it's applaudable i think it's awesome but there's also a fine line between the people who are doing it for a specific cause or a charity or an issue that's one side and then the other side is they're just using it as a vanity tool to bring attention to themselves like a bumper sticker yeah like mm-hmm. i'm doing this i'm doing this triathlon for my grandmother's dog and and they just <laughs> I, I i had a woman walk up to me once and demand that she take my microphone away from me and talk about how important it was that she did this event for her neighbor's grandmother or something like that nobody knew neighbor's grandmother nobody good for her but why do we have to make it public yeah Yeah. exactly why did she need to come onto the microphone and say this out loud now however um for our for example our friends over at fit for hope um where you're doing something and you're motivating you're trying to generate uh awareness and um maybe some some money for something like that by saying i will go out and flog myself for you know, if if you give me fifty cents to donate to whatever you know, whatever the cause might be, um, it, it it could work. Has have any of you guys ever come across anything like that or thought about anything like that? Um, Dad, you and I have done the chafe, uh, mm-hmm. one our chafe, I guess eighty, um, yeah. which is for the schooling system in Sandpoint, Idaho, yeah. which I think that's a really good cause, especially you and I both being involved in the education system um but i also think like uh at gcn like i remember um dan lloyd did um his like advent he's like he tried to get fit in the span of advent and he does stuff for world bicycle relief Mm -hmm. and now currently i think um one of their another one of the presenters hank is uh trying to descend i forget the amount the everest everest descending descending record yeah descending everest instead of climbing i like that yeah, yeah. Like and that. it's that's another for world bicycle relief. So I think, I think things like that are pretty cool. And like these these people raise a lot of money. Um, I think they're really really great causes. Um, I guess I have to admit myself that I don't know if I've been in I've been involved in enough causes to be able to say that I have done it enough. I think I could do it more, um, but I just haven't had the opportunities. And that could be, I mean, that obviously is a self-fault of mine, but. Well, I don't think it's a fault, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, I just, I, I, I have a difficult time walking that fine line between, hey, everybody watch me do this. Mm-hmm. And hey, everybody get behind this issue. I think there are two different ways to approach that. And I don't know if everybody watching me ride my bike is is really going to be the method in which that gets helped out the most. So, for example, um, if I wanted to raise awareness for Black Lives Matter, um, 
is is watching a 200 pound white guy ride his bike on YouTube going to really raise awareness to Black Lives Matter? I th- I think you're doing. S- I, I don't think so. I don't know. know. Yeah, go ahead. No. Oh, because I, I, I was going to say I think I think doing something is great. Like uh, it's better than nothing. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. 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 I, I'm in the same camp as you a little bit. Uh, I think, you know, you have to question. Hopefully, everybody has, you know, looks upon themselves whatever they're doing the cause that really is for the cause and not, not for themselves. Um, and if that was really the case, you know, then I don't think you really have to publicize that if you're raising funds. Or, you know, and one of my earlier rides. I mean, ever, when I first started riding bikes in 1985, was it was called the MS-150, and it took off from Spokane to Sandpoint, and the next day went to um, something, Tom, uh, Thompson Falls. Oh, God, Montana. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it, I met a lot of people, and the part that I didn't like is knocking on people's doors for, you know, will you pay? Pledges. Ex- yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that killed me, you know. So... A, and MS was a big thing for me because my best friend in high school's mom died from it when oh, okay. when he was in college when we were roommates in some college and so um, yeah so you know to me I was doing something good that one you know in my heart that's what I was doing other than it was a pain in the ass knocking on doors you know <laughs> yeah um, but I, I I you know it just seems right now everything's flooded and I'm not disparaging that if somebody wants to raise money that's fine and, and I think. You know, taking a different avenue for me is like, what what do I think is important? You know, and uh, I think if I, I I would create a cause for no road disc wheels, disc brakes, none, <laughs> and <laughs> you can have it in all other disciplines. Yeah, the raise money to stop manufacturers, just stop the manufacturers. It's just stupid. They're just cramming the it down our throats. Yeah, and and they, you know, with all that re- reservoir up there, it's causing people to turn their Break levers in because in, they don't fit their hands and, and they're f- getting risked. Their fingers go numb. <laughs> yeah, they look like absolute See? ditch shits riding around. So the road I'm going to start orange bikes for numb fingers. Wait, stop numb. Yeah, <laughs> no fingers. I'm sorry. I took it into the weeds. But no, no know. fingers left behind. <laughs> yeah, no fingers left yeah. behind. Sorry, um, campaign. <laughs> <laughs> I had to bend them in a little bit today because I was just like, God damn it, I got to figure it out. But I, I don't want to look stupid. That's I the have ram hoods and yeah. they. They don't have those big freaking horns on them. Yeah. And I got rid of my Durace because before even disc, uh, the first STIs with the cables on the outside, I mean, my wrists were killing me. We have those. we have SRAM uh, discs <laughs> on our mountain bikes, and that yeah. is. It yeah, is sticking like, out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big old zit on the ass of your bike. But Somebody's going to lose an eye with those things. You I don't, don't have <laughs> a problem with them. <laughs> you don't? No, I love them. Do your wrist hurt? No. All right. No, I, I'm a big proponent of disc brakes but yeah i think the great God, gravel I hate, I hate having this kid on the show he challenges well all i think the old great, antiquated out outdated ideas <laughs> well i would if i had a mountain bike it would be a disc if i yeah when i get my cross mm-hmm. slash gravel bike it will be a disc if it was there's no reason not to have a disc wheel except for road it's just not necessary it's just uh, no I'm but not anyway, disagree. enough. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree. Mm-hmm. Agree um, to disagree. <laughs> uh, agree to disagree. Um, how about riding for just riding's sake? That was something that was brought up. Jackson, you nodded. 
Yeah, I definitely do that. I think it's, um, I've discovered this year, especially, um, I mean, I think it's just fun to get out on my bike, whether it be a commute, whether it be, um, riding with you guys, whether it be riding, whether it be riding with my girlfriend or whether it be just riding by myself. I think no matter what, all of those things make me happy. Um, I, my girlfriend and I recently went out on a ride and she kept saying, I'm sorry if I'm slowing you down. Oh, and I, yeah. there were multiple, multiple times when I looked at her and I went, I'm just out on my bike with you. That's all I could really, yeah. like, that's what makes me happy. And I feel that way no matter who I'm with or when it is. Um, like right now I hate it. I hate not be, I hate not being able to go out because of my knee. Um, because mm-hmm. it, 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 I get so excited just in the morning, whether I have a race down the turnpike or not. Yeah. And so I think just getting out and going somewhere on my bike is something that is so fun to me um and i know that um she said this after the ride and you were talking and you and i were talking about it but um my girlfriend was saying that she experiences with when she runs that she always wants it to be over she can't wait for it to be over but then when she rides she she's bummed when it's over and Mm -hmm. i think that's something right now that has just been like in my mind thinking just being on it's so fun because it's so freeing and um I, I heard a quote one time that said, bicycles, my friend, the only chain that will set you free. And I think that is that's something cool. that's really I cool. I like that. I like yeah. that too. That's t-shirt worthy. That exactly. Is that is good. That yeah. is good. Um, Paul, I know, you know what? I know that you have a competitive outlet that needs to be fueled, but I've been on rides with you where we're doing rollers in the wind and you, you will look at me and go, God, this is just, this, this is it. This is what recharges my battery. Mm-hmm. And uh, the joy of just going out and hammering or or just riding. Yeah, and I do. I you know, training. It's a race is what gets me out the door. You know, yeah. when I'm out there, it, it's not like that's what my focus. And and riding the cycling's a very you know community based you know great social based yeah. stuff. And and to hang out with your friends and then get them into a position where they aren't able to talk and I can talk over them and tell stories <laughs> that fuels my fire. And that's why I push a big gear up a hill. Yeah. Because heart rate drops, you know, and I'm able to breathe. I'm not breathing heavy. Your heart rate drops in a bigger gear. If I was spinning, your heart rate increases and your respiration increases. I would like this to, do, I'd like to, to be talk. the first to officially debunk that bullshit. All right. All right. We'll do this. You got a you got a heart rate monitor. I do. We'll strap it on. I my whoop. Well, I, should I say strap on? Here it is. All right. Yeah, it's a strap on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll borrow somebody's okay heart rate and I'll show you the difference on the hill. That so, doesn't happen to me because I primarily spin. I know. Yeah, so he's a super spinner. Yeah. Um. Okay. So if. Uh, gentlemen, um, I do think we need to address the the elephant in the room that is eventually uh, coming down the pike is this uh, uh, this deadline we've 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 established for ourselves. Paul, yours is falling apart at the at the wayside. Um, Jackson, you you know, did we cor- correct me, listeners, if I'm wrong, that we established kind of an, a preliminary deadline? for when this this thing was going to happen. Jackson your FTP was going to be up by a specific time. Me my my wah, weight wah, was wah. my weight was going to be <laughs> down by a specific day. 
um, Paul, you were going to be by a specific race. So, um, so in, <laughs> in other words, um, who's riding up Mount Spokane and when? Uh, and should we make it a gigantic event for everybody to just show up and we create a Strava event for the day and people have to do hey, it twice there you back go. to back? See, look at me. I'm yeah, creating yeah, my great yeah. There you go. I think no matter what, and I know, Paul, you just said that you wouldn't do it, but I think no matter what, we should all do it no matter whether we... I think it should be a celebration and a punishment. I, I, I plan on doing it because I'm, it's a preemptive thing because I'm not going to reach whatever goal I set. <laughs> I never reach. And and it's been and it's set a, in the show that I never... You never I win. Always, yeah, I always lose. <laughs> so I might as well just go up. Whenever you guys want, I'll go up and punish myself. All right. Yeah. Uh, I say uh, tail end of July, we start setting something okay. up and, and we just do it. Because my deadline is the 13th, which is okay. my birthday. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was born on a Friday. Um, we establish it, and, and if we don't reach it by then, we we have two weeks. Hang, to, hang on, to, hang to on, do back it. up. Yeah, Fri- you were born on Friday the thirteenth, yeah. and you're freaking left-handed. Yeah, if get, I was, if get I was, behind me, Satan. If I was a redhead, <laughs> if I was a redhead, it'd be all over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking. Ginger, <laughs> we, we've got a history there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so so there's our our ways of creating challenges. I I you know what. Um, I'm I'm throwing it out there. Uh, if anybody who listens to this show wants some sort of a challenge, I say we start creating some sort of a Strava thing. I got time. Uh, might as well. You know, there are no events to announce, so might as well start setting this shit up. Um. Well. What? So on the Fourth of July, yeah. which is Saturday, mm-hmm. um, uh, Sean Howard does his annual Fourth of July up the mountain. That's a good practice. He does indeed. Mm-hmm. We do road this year, And we'll Jackson. go two weeks after that. Then we've we already... probably should. Because mm. we usually do a, a gravel version up the same Wait. mountain, which is uh, just off to the side. And I think it's... I think it is a little bit more climbing because we go way mm-hmm. around in order to begin uh, the, the climb itself. But we do descend the way everybody else does. Mm-hmm. So... Um, Maybe this year we try a road version and just give it a, you know, dip our... Have you ever climbed up the road? I've never done it, no. Sweet. It's horrible. It is. It's terrible. Yeah. I'm sure the people who don't know, who don't live in Spokane, who listen to this show, probably have that type of a mountain. But this, we've talked about it before. It's mm-hmm. HC. Mm-hmm. It's beyond categorization. It is, it is a... It turns into a bastard a towards like yeah. two thirds of the way up. Yeah. It's um, a terrible climb. All right. For me. So I'm just laying it out there as an idea since we're just kind of tossing yeah. things. We can, if you guys plan on doing that, we'll show up as pack filler. Yeah. Maybe do a little interview saying this is, you know, kind of promote this thing. Challenging. Be yeah. We're going to yeah. end up doing this again. Um, what do you uh, think? I'm pitching something that doesn't, you know. Fuck. Yeah. He's got an idea. Yeah, it's, He's really yeah. Have a little idea. camera. You got a camera I there. Hate that you've got and once a good you get idea. people on camera, they're going to start. You I know, hate that you've got a good interview idea. Interview Sean. Climbing. Yeah. <laughs> what? Fuck. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to make it I'm fun. In. I'm in. I just said it here on the show. I'm in. I mean, I got a bike fit on my road bike today, so it'll be more comfy. My just question mark is, mark my words. I got to get new handlebar tape. <laughs> yeah. My question is, is this a classic? Is this a classic yeah. Sean Howard thing that starts at like four thirty in the morning? I can't remember. Was it? He Why starts it at like six o'clock in the fucking morning. It, it, I think it's seven because I rode out there oh, last year. Jesus. Who who doesn't? It's like nice and warm. But it's. Okay. 
you don't have to get up that early. <laughs> Why get up that early if there's not somebody with a time clock saying, get to work? Fuck well, that. In a way, you will be going to work. Yeah. There we go. Jesus. You just stepped in your own shit. I right did. There. <laughs> I did. <laughs> All right, you guys, I have a fun thing to, to finish off the show with tonight. Uh, but before I get to it, uh, for the last time, potentially, and it's up to you, the listener, for the last time, I might be mentioning our friends over at Manscaped. Mm. Uh, Manscaped.com. Use the code PFP. P as in pack, F as in filler. P is in podcast. Um, I, you know, I, they, you know, they, when you do this, I'm, I'm pu- pulling back the curtain here a little bit uh, to let you guys know about the podcasting business. If enough of you guys sign up and buy something to shave your balls, they, <laughs> they come on and they say, "Holy shit, they've got a great, smooth, nutted." group that we want to keep sponsoring so if enough of you guys get involved and and buy this stuff and shave your nuts or 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 put the the nose hair trimmer up your nose which i'm about to buy because i need i do yeah um you can you can log on you can use the code it's 20 percent off and it's free shipping so there you go thanks to manscaped for giving us a try and if it doesn't work out i won't blame you and I will keep <laughs> I will keep using the shit yeah, you me sent. Me too. Because I believe yeah. it. And I, yeah. I will keep using the shit you guys yeah, sent. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, this is just a fun one. It's not a competitive one. But th- this is a, a, a new um, kind of late show, uh, late in the show category I like to call jerk store. Uh, for those of you who are Seinfeld fans, yeah, you know, know that, that George Costanza went through an episode once where he came up with the perfect insult, but far after the fact. And I'm sure we've all been in situations in our cycling lives where somebody says something to us and we think of something and we say something stupid or the perfect insults comes like 20 minutes later. And you want to turn back and go get that guy, but it's gone and you can't reset it up like it stands in the jerk store. So I have a couple scenarios that I'm going to ask you guys to come up with the best reply to these to these situations. Um, and many of, and they're all obviously cycling focused. Um, and I'm going to have to say some of them are primarily road focused because that's where most of the jerk stores exist. <laughs> um, so for, uh, to, to begin, I will say, f- a, number one, your first reaction when a large diesel truck rolls coal on you, when it comes by you, shifts down, hits the gas, blows about 3,000 pounds of black smoke into your face. What would be your first reaction to get back to the guy in the in the truck? What's your jerk store reply to the guy who rolls coal? I would say get a manscape shaver balls. They're not that big. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'd say. That's super weird because I would honestly take my hands off my off my handlebars and go. Oh, I got a big dick now, don't I? Yeah. I just exactly the same thing. I would sit up off my bars and I just hold my pinky in the air. Pinky? Yeah, that's to show how small his dick is. Oh, I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this. So is, you're you're. See, just like I'm not I'm a smart visual man. Learner. I'm a yeah, visual but learner. You're assuming this guy's smart and would figure that out. Oh. You're 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 talking to somebody who's just maybe a. A below or slightly <laughs> above a diesel driver the, the that rolls crawler. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? You know, yeah. This, this. Uh, so the next one is coming from actual and experience that um, um, actually Jackson might have a slight advantage in this category because it just happened to us recently. You're riding with another person in the same kit, and a guy leans out of his car and asks you if you are related because you look the same. 
Okay. What would be your first response? Jackson? Uh, so the scenario is asks if we're brothers. What are you brothers? You look the same. <laughs> and he thinks that's funny. See, my re- my response was you because you went. This actually did happen to us, but um, I I did not answer with a good quickie retort. You said no, nope, father and son. Yeah, that was stupid. That was stupid. And I wanted to be like, yep, he's the younger. <laughs> See, that's better. <laughs> that's better. I would say. Uh, well, we, we don't have the same father, but we do have different mothers. <laughs> <laughs> Let him drive off. And let him just watch his head oh, burst well, I into thought flames. Sh- what, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I'd, if I'd have had the jerk store moment or something like that, because the, the, when we passed them, there were two guys who were obviously landscapers, and they were in the same shirt. And I'd, I'd have just Hi, said... Viz. Yeah, 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 I'd have said, what? No, we're not, but are you married or something like that? You know, something like that. But, I, you know, I didn't have any good one. So number three, you get the classic quote, I pay taxes on these roads. Get your stupid bike out of the way. What is your response to somebody who goes, I pay taxes. Get your bike off the road. That's a tough one. Paul, do you have one? Yeah, I've come across it many times when yeah. I hear that, and I've never come up with a really good one. I know. I have uh, a hard time with it. They, I do have an incident where I was riding with a, this morning ride group where primarily these guys are six-figure people, yeah, money yeah. makers, and uh, this guy in this beat-up Audi made that comment, and I just had to laugh. I was laughing so hard. I'm like, these people pay way more taxes than you yeah. who can't afford a car that runs well that's blowing smoke. Yeah. You have no idea. They paid for this road a hundred times. And it's, you know. I do find that sometimes my go-to is just to s- sit up off the bars and wave. Yeah. Hi! Hi! <laughs> like and they just get so mad. Yeah. See, my thing is like, do you think we, re- like, we, you think we really care? Like if yeah. you if you yell out your window any sort of thing, I pay taxes. Get off the roads. I'm passing you. Do you think I really care what you have to say? Do I want to hear your I voice? Think when they I'm do. I think they just want to hear their own voice. Mm-hmm. It's because like I've gotten that a billion times. Like move out of the way. Like I, what am I gonna do? Do you think you're gonna yeah. scare me off the road? Like yeah. I'm just, I'm probably gonna not change at all after that. Okay, next one. <laughs> you show up for a group ride. And the only person there is someone you really don't want to ride with. It's just like, oh, shit. Um, it could be the extent of, sorry, I'm going to bash on him, you know, a guy with sleeveless jersey and arm warmers, an aero helmet and a bike, a TT bike. Or it could be somebody who dated your current wife before you married her. Or it could be anything like that, just a complete doofus. What do you do when that moment comes where you're like, nobody else is going to show up, and I don't want to ride with this guy? <laughs> you guys just look at know, each other. Uh, I would have just attacked the hell out of it. <laughs> <You> just <laughs> go pretty hard. Much just, yeah. yeah, I know where my strengths are. I would just make exactly. him suffer. And every time I pull back and make sure he has to pull on the hill type yeah. thing, you know, mm-hmm. just time it and just beat him to the... To the ground and always have a smile on your face. Yeah, kind of passive aggressive yeah. type thing. Yeah. That's it. Happened to me once. I have to admit that mm-hmm. I, I had driven to the ride start and I actually was stuck with this guy at a coffee <laughs> shop. 
and I'm not going to mention the guy's name, um, but I, I actually made up the fact that I forgot my shoes. Ah, my shoes are at home. I got. Oh, go so home. you drove down? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had dr- I had driven to the ride start. And I went, mm. Oh, dude, I forgot my shoes. I gotta go. <laughs> I think I actually told him I'd be right back. I suppose if I got to a point, it was, I can't imagine me being in a situation where I didn't want to ride with somebody because it's a ride. Yeah. And if it's somebody I don't know and they're geeked out, it's my, I wouldn't drop them. I would try and educate them in a, you know. Oh, God, you're so much better I know, than no, all of no. us. But if it's somebody I really, really don't <laughs> like, I, just, I would just say, you know, I've got this nasty saddle sore on my tank. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to have my wife lance it when I get home, yeah. all right, and maybe tomorrow. And this, I'll let you know. This is a perfect time for COVID. You know, um, where you could say, you know, God, I just haven't been feeling good. You know, I've got this cough and I just <laughs> didn't feel good. <laughs> yeah. You know, or something like God, that. I gotta Although we like shouldn't it. joke about COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it hot in here? Yeah, geez. Yeah, <laughs> I feel very good. I shouldn't have licked that railing at work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, someone starts telling you what to do in a race. You don't know who they are and they're being very pushy about it. Paul's like, nobody fucking tell me what to do. Right? You know, they always tell me what to do. Really? Yeah, I always give them this like, like I don't understand smile. And go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just kind of nod. Yeah. 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 No, I told you, fucking hold your line. Yeah. Yeah. This is just keep doing that. <laughs> See with what I'm, are you retarded? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See with the invention of Camelback bottles, I'm thinking, just like <laughs> you're going for a drink and you happen to miss your mouth. Oh no! Spray him. Oh, you'd spray yeah. him. Yeah, I remember when you were with, first with starting really a, syrupy scratch. So yeah. it just yep. fills double up thick. There. Yeah, yep. I remember exactly. when you were just starting. You would tell me about people doing that to you in races. Really? And I'd yeah. I'd be like, wait, point him out. Mountain bike you know, road. It was all road. 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 Yeah. yeah prim- well, that's that is well, what roadies do. They probably had disc brakes too. Yeah. <laughs> they was mountain bikers <laughs> don't do that as much. Mountain no. bikers just judge f- from afar. Mm-hmm. They're backstabbers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Roadies are in your face, but they're pricks. I remember it was like I beat this person the week before, and then the next week he's like, "Oh, by the way, when you're climbing, it's like, buddy, I'm 14. You think I'm yeah. really gonna listen to you? <laughs> yeah. How do you gonna listen to my dad? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just I'm I adolescent. Or or when you're in the field and somebody I I don't know when this became a thing when you're when you're in a pace line or something like that and somebody's dropping back and they point. Like they expect you to create Fill a gap, gap and let them in. Yeah, well, no, they point like they they want that wheel and they expect nope. you to give them that wheel. And I'm just like going, uh, no. no they, they, I must confess, there's times where I let them in because I know the wind's going to change or oh. or what's going yeah. up. Yeah, and, absolutely. And they're you know I need to be that in that position. I don't want to be moved up. I know there's a hill climb coming up and he's going to hit the wind before I will or mm-hmm. be in a good position. Yeah, that's the time I do it. Or if it's somebody I like. Really, I have to really, really yeah. like him. Yeah. It's like, I'll sorry, dude, not this time. Yeah. But especially if somebody just points. No. Yeah. I remember I was in a, in a race in Montana, and a, and a guy pointed, and, and I didn't let him in, and he started yelling at me. I was just going, just be Me want that. That doesn't mean <laughs> all of a sudden, like, oh, shit, sorry, I'll get out of the way. Yeah. No, that's not how this no. shit works. No. Um, so anyway, okay. Next one. You meet somebody on a group ride. They are totally kitted out. Very, very likely following every single Illuminati rule. Okay. 
they definitely appear to be full of themselves. We've all been on rides like this with new people. Why is everybody looking at me? No. no. (laughs) The first thing they say to you is intentionally belittling to a certain extent. It could be making fun of your bike. It could be, you know, Ultegra versus Dura Ace. It could be hardtail versus full suspension. It could be your tire or your wheel size, your mismatched helmet and kit, whatever it is. First thing they look at you and they do is they, they just kind of drop you down. It's the classic sociopath move. The first thing you want to do is establish a hierarchy, that they are on a hierarchy. And, and for some reason, cycling is just rampant with these fuckers. Um, what is your jerk store reaction to somebody who does that to you? I'm gonna make them pull all day long. Like I would just, pull? I would stick on that wheel for the entire ride, and then when they want me to come around, I'll just go down with them. Oh, so you're just gonna just shadow them the whole yeah, time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then, because they they want they want to show how much better better they are than you. So if yeah. I just stick on their wheel, it's like, doesn't that reward their behavior though? I, like you are better than me. I can only hang on your wheel. See, the way I view it is. If somebody's on my wheel, they're not struggling. They're staying with it. Oh. That's how I view it. Kids these days. I know. Yeah. It's a different perspective. I do remember one, um, my wife had a coworker who, who was very much that. And my first reaction to him was my ultimate jerk store moment. He, I, I took a page out of Jim Carrey from um, Ace Ventura. And he, he said something to me that was just immediately insulting about what I was wearing. And I looked at him and I wailed my arms in the air and I just went <laughs> for about five seconds. And then he just stared at me and he had no response. He was, I was just like, <laughs> and he just, he, he walked away because he was like, fuck, I got, you're an idiot. You're an asshole. And I was like, good. Think I'm an asshole. Yeah. And I would probably do that to some of these, you know. So for those of you out there, I guess, who I'm saying, if you meet, and I'm going to say a roadie because roadies tend to do this more often. But the mountain bikers do, too. When we were at yeah. a Wednesday night race, Jackson and I, we could hear them talking. Hardtails. 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 And I'm like, you guys are wearing fucking sneakers and platform pedals. And you know, a couple of them beat me. But <laughs> but but I just was like, why, why do you have to be a dick? You know, and roadies do that. So I guess when when people call you out on something, just just do something obnoxious. Well, if, if they came to me, I'd just wait for that moment, like coming down the pace line. And go, how old are those shorts? What are you talking about, dude? Your butt crack. You need to like, God, it's <laughs> like a force coming out of your fucking crack or something. You know, you this guys is see another this? You guys bed. see this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll get you that money. <laughs> so. You guys see this force coming out of this guy's crack? <laughs> Check it out. Hey, everybody, come here. Come here. Yeah, that's what I would do. I just wait for that moment. It's from, like, from now on, I'm calling you Arenberg, bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're just the forest. Yeah, you're the forest. You know that... Um, you got a huge zit on your left cheek. You do. <laughs> God damn it. The, uh, the, the story you said about how the, the guy... You just like did something and he didn't know how to respond. Yeah. I've, I've heard of people whenever somebody wants to get into like a fist fight, they just start like taking off their clothes. <laughs> Nobody like, wants what, to fight a naked, naked person. What the hell are you going to uh, do I, once I he's naked? I got to touch that? Yeah. 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 
Oh, my God. So, you know, I, I just at this time, current time, I think we all need to relax and, you yep. know, and, and, and be a little bit more accepting to other riders, even though they don't look like you were talking like you were have your same kit and all this kind of shit. You know, and that was the cool thing. I was talking to Sam, Bike Fit Sam today at uh, Tailwind while Jackson was getting fit. And I have some footage I'll, I'll post to that that was pretty cool. Um, was the fact that, you know, e-bikes, whatever, you know, who cares, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think we've said that enough times on this show. But people are out riding, and, and it's cool. It's really cool to see. And I, I just want people to learn that you got to wave back. That's, yep. that's that's the only thing that all and you have to do is just keep keep waving and they finally get it yeah you know mm-hmm. and finally if um i guess my charity challenge out there is um i i challenge the listeners who are staring at a room like i'm staring across <laughs> from me right now <laughs> with a fuck ton of bikes in it um if you have some bikes that have been you've been hanging on to um i'm gonna post uh two at least two on facebook probably starting tomorrow that I'm going to just say, anybody want them? Come get them. Um, I'm not going to guarantee their mechanical state, but I'm going to say, if you want a bike, come get them. Get people out on a bike. I have a couple that have been lying around that are that you know Jackson. One of them was your first mountain bikes that nobody mm-hmm. nobody's been riding. It's a 29er. It's a Trek Marlin. It's a good bike. And um, you know what? If if you know somebody who needs a bike, go out and do it. I I think we should all do that a little bit more and just say fuck it. You know, it's not about eBay returns or shit like that because this shit's just hanging in my basement. I don't know why I went off on that tangent, but <laughs> I, I I I realized it was something I've been thinking about a lot. Yeah. And I wanted to I wanted to mention before I wrapped up my podcast. Speaking of which, I I think the Facebook feed shit the bed about five times um so um this is still a work in progress we're gonna we're gonna get this dialed in if you do if you tuned in to the facebook feed and it shut off on you um tell me how the feed was before it shut off and 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 what the audio was like um and and we'll, we'll we'll keep working on that i i really wish i could i could all magically make it happen but uh i can't i can only do so much i'm a failure oh no Oh, no. Now I'm depressed. Personal flogging. I'm going to go binge eat and gain gain my three pounds back. <laughs> if you like the show, subscribe to it. Uh, if you can see the show, subscribe <laughs> to it. Um, if if your balls are hairy, buy some Manscaped stuff. If you're thirsty, buy Scratch. And if you look like a dipshit, buy Gooder. How does that work, right? That covered all the sponsors. Th- you guys, thanks for coming in and, and being here. But, uh, you know, Jackson, you had to, but Paul, thanks for being yeah, here. Thanks. Yep. Yeah, thanks. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 